Good morning, it's Friday, November 24th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and with other important things going on in our community. Today, a look at the Bisbee Women's Club and their annual home tour, a tradition that has been delighting locals and visitors alike for nearly four decades. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer-friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Kayla Mueller was a humanitarian and human rights activist from Arizona? After studying political science at Northern Arizona University and engaging in various humanitarian causes worldwide, she started working with Syrian refugees in Turkey in 2012. In August 2013, during a visit to Aleppo, Syria, Mueller was abducted by ISIS. Despite extensive efforts, including a failed rescue attempt, her captivity endured under brutal conditions, including forced marriage and abuse by ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Mueller's death was reported by ISIS in February 2015, claiming she died in a Jordanian airstrike, a claim contested by the Pentagon. In her memory, the operation that killed al-Baghdadi was named Operation Kayla Mueller. Posthumously, her story has continued to impact legal proceedings against ISIS members involved in her and others' captivity. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. The team at Benson Hospital is always working towards building a healthier community. For example, when the Benson Food Pantry needed a new home, they worked with them to find one, and their staff even helped them apply for grants to support the mission. You can learn more about everything they're doing for our community by following them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our feature story. The 39th Bisbee Home Tour is taking place this weekend, today and tomorrow. Attendees will have the unique opportunity to explore 10 different locations, each with its own story and charm. The Bisbee Women's Club, with a history dating back to the early 1900s, has always focused on showcasing homes that capture both the historic essence and modern transformations of Bisbee. This year, they promise a blend of historic buildings and intriguing newer homes, ensuring there's something to capture the interest of everyone. One highlight is Kelly Crittenden's home in Warren, known as the Mildred House. Built in 1915, this 1,400-square-foot space has undergone a remarkable transformation. From a rental property and later an abandoned space, Kelly has revitalized it into a beautiful, eclectically furnished home, even converting the old carriage house into a cozy bed and breakfast. The tour doesn't stop there. Another home on the Vista features a fascinating snapshot of history, a 1917 photo showing the Wachuga militia. This house, completed in 1914, retains original features like Douglas fir woodwork and built-in kitchen cabinetry. We also have Marilyn Seabold's unique home near the Bisbee Airport, built in 2004 but capturing the spirit of the West with its skylights and expansive views. The Trinity United Methodist Church and Lowell Junior High School, both steeped in history, are also part of the tour. Across the street, visitors can explore the Evergreen Cemetery and the Shady Deli Vintage Trailer Court, a testament to Bisbee's rich history and culture. The home tour isn't just about admiring Bisbee's architecture, it serves a greater purpose. Proceeds from the tour support local organizations focused on children's needs and help maintain the Women's Club's historic clubhouse. In tandem with the home tour, the club is hosting the 22nd annual Art Chair Silent Auction at Greenway Elementary School. 
Artists from Bisbee and beyond have transformed chairs, tables, and other items into stunning artworks. Before we wrap up today's episode, let's take a moment to appreciate the Bisbee Women's Club. Founded in 1900, the club not only has a rich history, but also owns the first women's clubhouse building in Arizona. They've been a beacon of community spirit and dedication, perfectly embodied in events like the home tour and art auction. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Kylie Young with Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista. We know the holidays can be a stressful time for those caring for aging loved ones. It's why we have a free resource page on our website with valuable information and support for caregivers. There are blogs, guides, webinars, and more touching on topics that range from memory loss to fall prevention to mental health and much more. Courtesy of Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, it's available at prestigecanhelp.com. That's prestigecanhelp.com. Next, Latino voters will have growing clout in both Arizona and in the U.S., where they could become the second largest voting bloc in 2024. But how will they wield that clout? That's the question experts are asking. Renee Romo of Cronkite News has more on the story. More than 150,000 Latino youth will become eligible to vote in time for the 2024 election, making the state's second largest voting bloc even more of a force. But experts say that growth could come with some surprises, as Renee Romo reports from our Washington Bureau. Latinos will have growing clout in both Arizona and in the U.S., where they could become the second largest voting bloc in 2024. But how will they wield that clout? That's the question experts are asking. What's been troubling to some analysts is that they they view the Hispanic vote as one block. And you can't because they're very diverse. Leah Marquez-Peterson, a member of the Arizona Corporation Commission, is an example of how diverse political views can be, even within a single Hispanic family. My parents are Democrats. My brother and I are Republican. I mean, so we've seen a lot of shifting and changing, and it really depends on the perspective people are looking towards. Marquez Peterson recently started a political action committee to support Hispanic Republicans, even though she believes most Latinos still lean Democratic. For his part, Noble thinks most traditional Latino voters tend toward the Republicans. But both agree with Clarissa Martinez, vice president of the Unidos Latino Vote Initiative, on what will be at the front of those voters' minds as they go to the polls next year. For Arizona, not surprisingly, um, inflation and the rising cost of living was the top issue. That finding was echoed by the Brennan Center for Justice in a recent report detailing the growth of the Latino vote. Besides inflation and the economy, both Unidos and the Brennan Center said Latino voters will be looking at issues like abortion, immigration, and gun violence. And how they vote on those issues could well be affected by factors such as religion, age, and education. If you're young, you're more progressive. The older you get, the more conservative you become. It's not that you're saying you're conservative, it's just that you start to drift, you know, on the paradigm. Right. While there are plenty of unknowns, one thing that is for sure is that the demographics growing presence will inevitably have an impact one way or another. In Washington, Renee Romo, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. 
Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace stocks Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. Today is Black Friday, but while deals are happening at national businesses across the country, we encourage you to look a little closer to home. There are lots of great businesses in Cochise County who need your love and support. Stop in, say hi, and buy there first. 73 cents out of every dollar spent at local businesses stays here and benefits our friends, families, and neighbors. Also, while you're at it, you can give the gift of a Herald Review media subscription to loved ones. It's a great way to stay informed and to engage with our community. We're grateful for you every day, and we love our community. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Matthew Emerson. Matthew was born in Poison, Montana in 1976. Matthew played soccer, baseball, football, and wrestling all at grade levels while growing up. He was also involved in karate, Cub Scouts, and 4-H. He attended college at both the University of Montana and Western Montana College. As a young adult, Matthew and his close friends enjoyed camping and hiking in the beautiful Mission Valley. He worked many different jobs, including as a carpenter, long-haul trucker, security officer, and night warehouseman. He completed many professional certificate programs, including CDL, HAZMAT, and HVAC. He was very proud of his home in Huachuca City. He was remodeling it and had many improvements planned. He enjoyed working on his tractor and was most proud of the new steel and woodworking shop. Matthew was a gregarious man with a twinkle in his blue eyes and a big smile for everyone. He was quick to laugh and enjoyed being around family and friends and two dogs. He is survived by three older siblings, three nieces, two nephews, and a large number of extended family. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Matthew's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review Podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.